Hello everyone and welcome back to our Common Ground. I am Kay and this week we are going into our final part of our Little White Lies series. I'm super excited. I've seen the end of it. Oh boy. You had a lot of reactions to the end of this. Because <laughs> we watched episode 8, 9, 10, and 11. 11 parts 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. Right. And my gosh... It was just a whirlwind, these last four and a half episodes, I guess. So understand that Kay and I do watch this usually together over Zoom, even though I've seen it before. Uh, we tend to watch them together over Zoom, and watching Kay's reactions throughout this entire thing is fantastic. Because, as always, if you have not seen it, there's a lot of spoilers that are going to happen in this episode, and I beg you to go watch it. Uh, for anyone who is wondering what we're going to talk about this episode, not only are we going to talk about those four episodes, we're also going to talk about the Little, Wa Little White Lies Season 2 synopsis that was put out, but never happened. Sadly, and I'm so sad it never happened. Like, oh my gosh. Anyways. Okay. So, so let's just start with this. We left off the last episode with Tanya and... Uh, Duder and Sammy are looking for Kevin's um, website. Kevin's website. Thank you. I was going to say Nick. So Kevin's website was a secret website that had four numbers at the end. So it was literally a race against time between Sammy and Duder finding it first or if Tanya was going to find it first. Quite thankfully, yeah. Sammy and Duder found it first. They realized that his music that he actually wrote was on, up on the website, so they had to find a way to get it down before anyone else found it. Now, the hard things about this are, if you don't know anything about building websites, there are two different things that you can do with websites. You can localize creation, where you can only take it down from a very specific computer, or you can set it up like my website that I own, I can change it and update it from any computer in the world that I want. It does not have to be localized to my, uh, to a computer, mm -hmm. which is wonderful. Well, unfortunately, Kevin's is localized, and Duder and Sammy have to break into Kevin's house. So we see this little spy scene of them breaking into the house. Duder almost getting caught by the aunt. Sammy having to call Kevin's house so Duder can run away they get up to the computer they end up shutting it down but not quite in time because Tanya found the website and managed to download all of his music off of it uh not all of the music Tanya actually only downloads the one song that they're known for at the time right uh which is enough you know that's enough for them to need and do Yep. But so. I, I find it so funny because, like, you watch uh, Duder is very calm, typing in numbers. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Sammy's asleep on the bed. And then you see Tanya with this, like, pure panic. She's just, like, freaking out. She's, like, searching and searching and searching and searching. She's drinking Coke cans and throwing them over her shoulder. Like, she's chugging back, like, energy drinks or something when she's trying to do, like, an all-nighter for college she's or something. She's chugging back Coca-Cola. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite things. 
Yeah. I just, I love that concept of, like, and then she throws the Coca-Cola can behind her, and, like, oh, they did such a great job with that. Um, So we've now figured out that Tanya Tanya has a song. And and that she now knows that Sammy and Duder took the song from Kevin. Yeah, she's very aware that their entire thing is a little white lie. Much like the name of their band. So we kind of get into this whole thing where Tanya blackmails Sammy. Yeah. This might be one of my favorite things of the entire show. Where you get into the concept of Sammy walks in and goes, hey guys, we have a new person. And Tanya walks in. And like you can see like the horror in Toby's eyes. Toby is just like, what the? fuck is she doing here and then um duder and the drum player i forget his name jim who goes by his actual name jim i always forget that so jim and duder are just like oh hey we have a new member cool and guess what she brought cookies and they're all over these cookies the welcome tanya cookies who wants a welcome tanya Tanya cookie So that happens. Toby's just panicking. Toby actually drags uh, Sammy outside to discuss and make sure everything's okay. Tanya then says, well, if you do anything with Toby that I don't like, I'm going to share your little secret. So again, she blackmails her for the second time. Great times. So it goes through this whole thing where... This is one of my favorite parts because you kind of see Tanya be somewhat of a nice person for a minute. Well, it's it's funny. So I I always look at this of like, oh, yeah, Tanya is being nice for a moment. And then when you turn around, it's really just Tanya has been kicked out of her friend group. Like she's not a hot girl anymore. Yeah. And she's trying to find her place to fit in. Mm hmm. But she can't sing. So. Lauren Lopez can sing. Lauren's character, Tanya, cannot sing. It's it's very much a spoken word to a melody thing. It's chanting. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. So. Which I think is fantastic. Yeah, at this point, we find out Tanya really can't sing. Like, it's worse than we thought. So. Um. Sammy freaks out, and Sammy then begins to teach Tanya the the harmonies to it in Sammy's bedroom. And you see that she actually catches on and catches on, and she actually learns it. And when they go in for their recording session, she actually does a good job, and they end up... The recording session with Duder dressed as a little white lie. Oh my god! <laughs> I all I remember you said that right before you were like Duder walked in he and he, it was all in white and you were like he's a little white lion and Sammy goes what are you and he's like I'm a little white lion I was like wow I got that right away yeah but I didn't get the ending right away oh no you totally missed that um actually I'll explain how I kind of got it right before it happened but it still threw me for a friggin loop so the recording session happens, everything's all fine and dandy, and then there's the party. 
which is pretty much everybody that was at the party from Battle of the Bands. They're it's all, all the it's the school. It's the school. They're all at Sammy's house. They're celebrating um their recording session. They're having a fun time. And then Tanya walk p- brings Sammy into the kitchen and thanks her and apologizes to her. Oh yeah, I wish all of my high school bullies did that. Oh, same. <laughs> and just seeing that, I was like, oh, maybe she's not actually going to blackmail her. Maybe this might actually be a good thing. They're actually friends now. They're nice. Aw. And then Toby finds Sammy and they go up to the bedroom to do some smoochies. And where's Tanya during this? Outside with Duder, helping Duder try and talk to a girl that Tanya doesn't understand is herself. Yes, so it's very much Duder and Sammy talking to the people that they both like. And it's just it's such an adorable little scene, just having them go back and forth between Duder and Tanya and Toby and Sammy. It's just oh, I love it. I I love the concept of like at the end you get to see everybody with somebody that they like. Exactly. Tanya and Duder are standing together. Sammy and Toby are together. And Jim even has a girl at this point. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because Tanya interrupts uh, Jim to ask where Toby is and finds out Toby and Sammy are upstairs when she walks upstairs and walks in on them. Which, dun dun dun, she's not too happy about. She starts storming out of the house. Um, Sammy's not too happy with that either. So she's chasing Tanya to Tanya's car. Because Tanya's car is parked across the street like everybody else's. And Tanya goes freaking out, saying how she's going to blackmail her, and ends up saying the details of how Kevin got hit and where. Which isn't supposed to be known because this is still an open case. And the only people that are supposed to know are, are the private investigators and Sammy and Duder. So how and does Kevin that, and Kevin, but he's in a coma in the hospital. So how does Tanya know that? It jumps to a scene of her driving the same white car that she's standing in front of at the party, and you see her hit Kevin. And then from the corner of her eye, she sees Sammy and Duda run out of the garage and she drives away. Tanya reaction. Hit Kevin. Tanya hit Kevin. Your reaction to this was very much just like a, your hand went straight up to your mouth like a, oh shit, how did that happen? Yeah. Just watching you do this, I was just like, you didn't see this coming. No. Well, here's the thing. like, let me say this. So when we were getting to that part, I was like, this white car looks familiar. It was probably like Kevin's aunt's car or like somebody's car. And... I was like, whose car is this? I started questioning it because I'd recognized it. And then the scene of Tanya driving it happened. And I'm like, please don't happen. Please don't happen. <gasps> it happened. So the it was right before it happened that I kind of. The, the mm-hmm. thing that throws me off is the only car you see throughout this entire series that isn't like everybody parking their car is Tanya hitting Kevin. Duder following Tanya and then walking out and standing in front of Tanya's car. You don't ever see, like, you never see Toby's car. No. Duder and Sammy don't have a car. Jim doesn't have a car. 
you only ever see that one car. So like the fact that it doesn't just click with you right away is like, huh? Okay, yeah. Yeah. It does. It also doesn't help that we watched this in three parts. Exactly. We watched it over a course of two months, and we had split it up a lot. So, but I feel like if I had binge watched it all at once, I might have been able to connect the dots faster. But. I, I gotta say, it's such a great way to end the show. It's just like, Sammy realizes that this entire time she's been played. Yeah. And they get into their fight. Tanya takes off and leaves. And you get to this point where, okay, well, what's going to happen now? And it jumps to the hospital scene where Kevin's eyes open. Yeah. And that's where it ends. It just stops. So let's go. Um, now that we've kind of come to Kevin waking up, let's go talk about, about a little bit about the synopsis of season two. Oh my gosh. I would, okay, before we even talk about this, after Jay read it to me, I was very much like, I wish this was a real thing. My mission in life is to get this show redone and actually have it like go far because this show needs to be seen by more people. Like, it needs to be. It's such a good show, and it needs to go further. Is this one of your, like, top Star Kid things? Because, like, you haven't watched all of the Star Kid stuff. Is this one of your top ones right now? It is in my top five. It has replaced one of my top five shows. I am so happy for that, because Little White Lie for me, it's always, like, that TV show kind of thing where I know it's going to happen, uh, so I'll go back and, like, rewatch it, or, like, I'll pick random episodes and be like, I want to watch this part today. Yeah. Um, so for those who haven't read the synopsis or ever seen it, it's, I think it was about, 11 pages. It, it's 11 pages. I was gonna say, it's about 10 or 11 pages of broken up by episodes. Not all of the dialogue is in there, but a good chunk of it is in there and some of the descriptions and stuff. So we ended off with Kevin's eyes opening. Mm-hmm. And the next thing is Tanya picking up flowers and going to the hospital. Tanya walks in to figure out where he is, and he's not in the ICU, the intensive care unit anymore. He's been moved to another room, or maybe that's opposite. Maybe he's moved from a room into the intensive care unit. I don't remember no, which way No, he it was. was moved out of the ICU into okay. a general room because, you know, yeah. he's doing okay. Oh, wait. He's responsive, um, so why would he have to be in the ICU when... So, when you walk into this room, Kevin is awake. Now... Kevin only has the memory up to about eighth grade, which now let's hop back to our second part of our podcast here, where we had a small discussion about Grant, right? which was Alona and Eric's friend, who at the same time went through this, and when he woke back up, had memory up to eighth grade. Mm -hmm. This entire show mimics their life. And Kevin doesn't know who Tanya is, and Tanya is like, yeah, we're friends, we're best friends. And they start kind of doing all these things. And then Sammy finds out that Kevin is awake. Great. So now you have two of them hovering around Kevin because they're worried about what happens when his memory comes back. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I have some issues with how they handled the situation. And I have some issues with how Kevin handles the situation when Kevin comes back to like his full awareness. My first thing is taking over the concept of, well, we have to keep an eye on him. You you don't have to keep an eye on him. 
yeah. you should keep an eye on him if you really need to. And when Tanya and Sammy start fighting again, Tanya starts playing all of his old music for him. Now, he doesn't realize that this is his music yet. And that becomes an issue because Sammy has been in the recording studio working on more songs and they've just played Sammy's song on the radio and Kevin listened to it. When Sammy shows up in the hospital room, they're listening to the song. And when it ends, Tanya goes, oh, you know that song we just listened to? Sammy wrote it. Which is not true. Kevin wrote it. And Kevin thinks it's incredible and tells Sammy good job. Now, uh, Sammy and Kevin start getting really close. Which, from the first season, we know Kevin likes who? Sammy. Except for in the second season, as his memory's coming back, Kevin likes Tanya. Which I literally shook my head at and was like, buddy, get your give your fucking head a shake why would you like that devil that's literally we're cursing today nice okay that's the second (laughs) time i've cursed i don't care i'm very passionate about this series um okay so we kind of get there and kevin gets better and he's out of the hospital um you also kind of get to after the party all happened sammy and duder are cleaning up their house and toby and jim come to help So they clean up after that huge party and everything. But the part I really want to jump to here is talking more about the aspect of Kevin realizing his music was taken from him. So we get to this point where Sammy is playing music. And the whole band is on stage and Duder looks off stage where Tanya and Kevin are really close. I don't remember if they had just hugged or if they kissed. I think they had, they were like really close and like just finished kissing. Duder got upset and kind of dropped the bass and walked off stage. Thanks. Toby goes to walk off, off after him and Sammy stops Toby. But eventually Toby gets upset and Toby kind of walks off stage too. And Kevin realizes doesn't really know what he's doing but kind of knows what's going on walks over and picks up the bass and continues playing the song perfectly sammy stops singing because she's so shocked and kevin picks up taking over the music singing the song perfectly like he had known it like it was something he had known now everyone's really confused as to why Kevin and how Kevin learned this because there was no time to learn it and you kind of keep going through this whole concept and everything that's going on and you get to the point of Kevin being and this is the reason I love Kevin so much you get to the point of Kevin being an asshole yes Kevin how is Kevin being an asshole what did Kevin do so pretty much what he did was he was just like yeah this is your music now I clearly don't need it, so here you go. No. First, he kicks Toby out of the band. First, he kicks Toby out of the band because he knows that Toby and Sammy are getting close. Or was it Toby and and Tanya? Toby and Sammy. Toby and Sammy, right, because he's getting all that memory back. It's because Tanya still loves uh, Toby. Toby also. But you kind of, he starts kicking people out of the band, and Duder doesn't want to be in the band anymore. 
and Toby doesn't really understand what's going on and why he's being kicked out. And the band ends up basically just being Sammy and Kevin. And then Kevin leaves because he doesn't want to be part of this anymore. He's over it. And it's just Sammy left. And Sammy goes live on television to tell everybody that you should pay attention to Kevin. Mm-hmm. Her music isn't important. Everything she did was stolen from him. And the last scene, you see them at Michigan State University playing as what's their band? Reese's Pieces. And when they finish, their number one fan, Tanya, is there cheering them on and they introduce Toby Phillips to the stage. It, it's such a beautiful little, like, I love it. I think it's such a fun episode. And then to go mm-hmm. into like the second season, which we wish would happen and didn't, I think is fantastic. Now, that being said, there are a couple things where I'm like, none of this, the flow of this is weird or like whatever. But then again, you have to remember this was written pre Star Kid. Exactly. You know, season one was written and filmed in like 2007, AVPM was written and filmed in 2009. So, so this was way gap. before Starkid was even a thing. Yeah. So this wasn't really supposed to be a Starkid show. It was a really cool thing that they got the opportunity to do. And when no one ever got to watch it, Eric asked Nick if they could put it on the Starkid website. Yeah. Which, fair, love this show, really want Zach's shirt. Because I really want that little white lie shirt with Sammy and Deuter on the back and then the little picture of Zach at the bottom. Yes, that would be, like, number one thing. I wish I had one. But, I, I mean, I feel like this is a really fun show. And I think if you're going to be a Starkid fan and you're going to watch everything, Little White Lie is on the list. Please do watch it. It's such an incredible thing. And, it's and even def- if you listen to this with even my warning of, hey, this is going to spoil it. Still go back and watch it if you haven't seen it. Because in all honesty, I was given a bit of a background before watching it. And I'm like, oh, maybe Jay told me too much. They didn't. In all honesty. And Alona kept it under wraps from you, too. That's true. I still have to message her and just... Tell her that you're shocked. What an ending. I I was going to do it as soon as I watched it. But we watched it around, like, 11 or 12. So that would have been, like, her... She is a couple hours different than me, so it would have been even later for her. So I was just like, you know what? We're going to wait. You're not going to tell her yet. But I- I'm so excited for you to watch f- for that. Um, I'm actually really excited for you to watch next week's podcast, too, because next week we're going to do the Joe Moses One Man Shows Us uh, Internet Famous Show. Jomo has four shows. We're going to watch one of them next week, which stars... Joe Moses, Kurt Mega, and Tessa Netting. So I hope you all come back and join us on our common ground.